Yo, what's going on, Broton? So I missed you the last couple of days of last week. I was actually kind of feeling a little bit out of it. My body was just like, You're, you need some rest. So what did I do? Got myself some rest. <laughs> I took some time off, just kind of like trained my clients and really got to bed early. So I feel good. I actually, this weekend, I got some rest as well. I didn't, unfortunately didn't get a chance to go up and see my son because he was also feeling under the weather. So I figured, you know what? It's, it's going around. Might as well just kind of rest up and get ready for Thanksgiving. Uh, but I am back with some fire or what I hope to be some fire for on today's episode. Today, I wanted to talk about that very subject. I wanted to talk about sleep, but I want to just give you just a different... Just a different spin on it, not necessarily like the biological effects in this, you know, in the essence, in the, in the sense that, you know, how you know what's good for you and, you know, you perform better. But I actually want to talk a little bit more on the philosophical sense about sleep, in particular dreaming. So we're going to talk about that just a little bit and maybe try to relate it back to your exercise. And then we'll hopefully pick back up tomorrow. But <laughs> before we get all up into that, you know, let's go ahead and... Uh, Make sure that you know that you can share this podcast. You can do it really easily. Just take a screenshot and send it over to your friend. Let them know that you're listening to the best fitness podcast that there is out there. Because it's not just like about fitness. You know what I'm saying? It's not just about these. It's not just about like exercises or like you know the best techniques. But I like to talk about uh, things a little bit outside the you know your normal health and fitness realm. I like to go into the you know talking about dreams as we're talking about today. Talk about mindset, motivation, different ways you can accomplish the goals that you want inside and outside of the gym. So yeah, please tell your friends that you're listening to this podcast. If you've already told them, great. Let me uh, let them know also by uh, that it's great by uh, leaving a rating or review. If you're on iTunes, all you got to do is scroll all the way down to the very bottom. You'll see a box with five stars on the top. Those five stars, you can click any one of them. One through five is great. And if you really feel if you really feel a little ambitious, you can um, write a little note, a little review in there. That would be great, too. Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and get this show on the road. Episode number one. Almost, almost said one. <laughs> definitely not 100. We are definitely 100 episodes past that. <laughs> Episode number 298 of the TR Expert Talks. What are dreams good for? Well, let's go. All right, so hey, uh, I wanted to talk about this, and uh, you know, everybody knows that sleep's important, but I want to kind of approach it from a different angle. Uh, I actually got some really good sleep this weekend. I got an extra 10 hours, how long it normally takes me to go see my son. Unfortunately, he was under the weather. He was sick this weekend, so I didn't get a chance to visit him. And, um, you know, c'est la vie, right? You know, we'll, we'll pick back up after uh, Thanksgiving, and, uh, you know, we'll feel, pick back up where we left off. So, uh, but like why I had this extra time, I was like, you know, I was kind of interested, you know, because I've been working really hard and uh, I've been working late into the night. Obviously, I could I could do better. Like We all could do better no matter how, you know, well we do. We could do better. But I also know that I could be a little bit more efficient with my work. You know, I could do better with my work, but I could be more efficient. You know, sometimes I kind of putts around here in the gym, just kind of, you know, not being productive. And not really thinking, you know, sometimes when it puts around, it's like because I'm thinking and trying to get like some ideas for content. Sometimes it just puts around just like wasting time, you know what I'm saying? So I was just thinking like, you know, what, you know, what effect does this lack of sleep have? You know, I was thinking like, you know, maybe like because I'm kind of resting, not really using my brain during out the, throughout the day, uh, it kind of counts, but it doesn't. In fact, I found that 
the people that they found that were depressed, sleep deprived, meaning they are like four to seven days of sleep, of non-REM sleep, meaning that like maybe they got sleep, but they didn't have like the rapid eye movement sleep. So meaning, meaning they could have been like daydreaming or something like that. You know what I'm saying? They got like the rest that I was just talking about. But uh, they didn't get the rapid eye movement, you know, where the eyes are closed and they actually start dreaming or whatnot. They didn't get that. So uh, all, almost all the people that, ex- uh, that had that experience essentially were uh, diagnosed with psychosis not too long after that. And I was like, whoa, that's not something you want to go through, right? <laughs> it's like essentially by not going to sleep, you uh, lose your grip on reality. And that's not good, right? And to be honest with you, I've actually felt something like that before you know I've had like some times I remember when I was rushing uh rushing my frat in college we were we were like you know they didn't we were sleep deprived for a few days and I remember like life seemed real different just reality seemed really weird I couldn't tell the difference between dreams and reality to be honest with you sometimes my dreams felt like uh like they were real and my the reality felt like they were dreams so I could see where people might get into these, uh, run into some issues when it comes to losing sleep because it's like it's really hard to differentiate between reality and your dreams when you don't have sleep, you know, because you're so, you're so in desire of sleep, you know, when you're sleep deprived, you're so in desire of sleep, it almost feels like reality is a dream because like your brain is so much wanting to sleep, everything almost starts to like run together, you know, like, you know, if you're really busy, you don't even know what day it is or whatnot or whatnot, or you don't even break it down even uh, even shorter time frame. Like if you're really busy, you don't even know like what time it is. You're like, oh, wow, the time flew. That's kind of how it feels like when you don't sleep. It's just like, you don't even know if like you're in a dream or not. You're just like, uh... I'm just going to try to act as normal as possible <laughs> and, and see if anything freaky comes out. <laughs> you know, like you see somebody walking down the street with like their pants on their head. Either you're in Florida or you're in a, dr- <laughs> in a dream. Sorry, Florida. Sorry, Floridians that are listening to this. But yeah. So anyways, um, what I wanted to talk about, though, as I said, like, you know, I know that sleep is important. We all know that sleep is important. You know, it's good for your body. Uh, physically, like if you work out, that's like when your body is recovering, where all those, that's all those micro tears in your muscles, that's when they heal up, you know, your body gets, that's when your main, main time to produce HGH, which is your huge human growth hormone, which is essentially the hormones that help you like, you know, gain muscle and stuff to get those gains. Most, it's when it's most prevalent in your system. Uh, So it's important. Obviously it's important for your brain too, as I just talked about psychosis. Um, but to be more specific, you know, that's when you, uh, uh, that when you sleep is when your brain essentially processes all the processes, processes all the emotions that you might have had throughout the day, as well as the events. So kind of thing, you know, you kind of see what happened. You, you feel out those things that you might have might have like kind of seen but didn't see, and you know, you get ready for the next day. So. You know, your dreams are almost like a, they're a bit of a, a gateway to your soul, you know? Like Freud said something similar to this when he was talking about uh, sleep and dreams. Uh, Freud was like really good with this, this, this whole, uh, you know, dream thing. He was really animate about like uh, dreams having some sort of meaning other than just like what 
your brain came up with why you, you know, why you, essentially what people uh, thought before his time is that your brain uh, thought of these things and like as essentially like what your brain did to entertain itself while you were sleeping. And yeah, maybe I might have some validity, probably not much, if any at all. Uh, what, what we found and what it seems, I should say, because this is kind of my take now, uh, it, it seems that like, you know, we, we have these dreams, right? And sometimes they're premonitions for like what could happen for, uh, to us in the future. I know I'm pretty sure you've had a dream in your life where, you know, maybe something came up and something like in the future came up very similar, similar to that. Or you, like maybe it gave you a clue or a hint to like, something that's going on in your life or maybe something that you were dealing with that you didn't even know and and it's kind of interesting like even you just think about that in itself it's like you think about dreams and you say okay you're they come from your brain right and they're your brain it's your brain's way of entertaining itself while you sleep like just think of that in itself like that sounds really relatively simplistic but if you really break that down like that is pretty complex and almost unbelievable like because like just think about this like where does that even come from where does a dream come from and how does a dream right this is a dream that comes from our own brain how does it come up with something that we actually aren't aware of in our conscious well how does it come up with something that we aren't even like like that's something that's like we how how do we learn from our dreams like right like, how is it that when you're sleeping, your brain is teaching you something about, or whatever it is, because we don't we, we even, I don't think we even really can say that brain, that dreams come from our brain. I, I think it'd be the same as saying thoughts come from our brain, but like, really, do you really, like, do you really think, like, I mean, obviously you think, right? But I don't think that, like, you don't, let me see the right way to put this. Like, I'd say that you don't just like purposefully make yourself think that didn't come out right (laughs) so look i'm what i'm saying is that like thoughts don't just you don't say i'm thinking and then thoughts just start popping in your head thoughts just pop into your head and that's what's remarkable about like our brains and still something that we don't under quite completely understand it's just like wait how do we have these thoughts and how do we have these dreams and how is it these, these dreams that we have at night teach us about what we should be doing in the day or have it help us process what's happening throughout the day you know what we have is perspective it's not exactly uh something that represents the entire our our entire our, our entire living experience maybe <laughs> like i said this is kind of like my my theory and i'm pretty sure there's some people out there that have like really done some studies on this i'm just giving you my my thoughts based on what i uh was you know learning this weekend about sleep and dreaming so it's just i just thought that was an interesting uh little side note just to kind of put out there that you know like we we dream but we don't really dream uh, in a way that's like entertaining. Just to find that just remarkable that our brain has the ability to do that, you know, pick up on stuff that maybe that we had in our environment that we just didn't even really perceive. You know, it reminds me of this study. I can't remember the study, but I remember we studied, I, I can't remember, I can't remember the name of the authors of the study, but I do remember exactly how the study went. I remember studying this back in um, grad school we were, when I was studying marketing. And we were talking about 
uh, uh, we were talking about this one particular study that I uh, that they ran in psychology, and I you know I remember this because psychology is my undergrad, so I was like, oh, you know, I was kind of interested in that type of stuff. So it was a study where they had these two teams, right? They had a black team and a white team, and the two teams were directed to you know pass. Uh, a basketball back and forth. Now, meanwhile, while these people were passing the basketball back and forth, you know, these two teams, they had an observer just, you know, count how many times the ball was passed back and forth. I believe it was for 30 seconds. Maybe it was a little longer than that. Uh, maybe it was a minute. The, the time doesn't really matter. The fact is that like the, they had an observer that was supposed to count how many times the white team was 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 uh, passing the ball, and they had another team uh, passing the ball. Essentially, what the goal was was to find out was to see how many times that the white team or the black team passed the ball in 60 seconds. Now, for the most part, these people got it right. You know, they got the the, the amount of uh, passes right. However, after the, you know they they answered the question, you know the uh, the interviewer or whatnot, the uh, or the experimenter asked the people. How many times that you know they you know after they correctly or incorrectly guessed, uh, how many times the people uh, the people threw the ball? Which were they like I said they were pretty they were pretty spot on spot on with that. They also asked him afterward, "Did you see the gorilla?" And almost fifty percent, almost half of the people didn't even see the gorilla. Like literally, did not even know there was a gorilla in the video. And the fun part about this is that the gorilla was literally standing in the middle of these people. Like while they were passing the ball, the, the gorilla was standing in the middle of these people, actually beat his chest, and just kind of walked off the, uh, off the video. And these people were so, they're so intent to make sure that they got these, the, the count right. They're so intent on being accurate on one thing that or they had their, their their attention you know so intent they had their attention on these people passing the ball that they didn't even see the guy with the gorilla suit that was standing in the middle of the game while the people were passing the ball like they you know so it's just interesting that's something that's unexpected that you would expect that you would see but they didn't see it because they were uh they were on they were tasked with something else so because their focus was on one thing, the thing that, that had nothing to do with what, their, you know, what their, <laughs> their goal was, was not even observed. And you can kind of see that in other things too. You know, like if you say, I'm pretty sure you've had this happen before. You know, if I've talked to this about this in my daily emails and I might even talked about this in my podcast in a few episodes. But say for instance, I tell you to, let's take it for instance. Like if I have you... Say I have you look around the, your room, right? And I have you look around the room for something that's blue. Right? You're looking around everywhere for something that's blue. You're looking for blue, 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 blue. You find blue. You might even find some things that are not quite blue, but you found blue, right? Now, at the same time, if I tell you to, like, if I tell you to look for blue... Look for all the blue after like 10 seconds. And then after those 10 seconds, I say, okay, now how many things did you find that were red? You wouldn't be able to find anything that was red, right? You'd be like, oh, uh, there's red in this room, right? Because the thing is that like you were so focused on blue, 
you wouldn't even think about any other color. So that happens with our perception. That happens with the way we observe the world because we're just, you know, if you think about it, we're just minuscule, minuscule little points of existence on this humongous, humongous, humongous universe of, you know, interaction and, and activity. So it's like, it's hard to be able to uh, observe more than we need to observe. I think we'd probably fry our brains if we really saw everything that there is to see at one, at any given moment. So, I mean, bring, to bring it back to the dream thing, I just think it's, it, it's important, obviously, as I said, you know, it's good for your body, it's good for your mind, but it's also good for helping you plan your future because if you really think about it, like, because your brain has this ability to essentially, like, see things that you don't, that you can't perceive, you're going to be able to for you're going to be able to see the future and you're going to be able to see more of what's going to be happening in, in the future because you'll have experience through your dreams you'll have experience because you've had this personal experience in real life and then on top of that you'll have the experience through your dreams because you've played out those scenarios in your dreams so dreams are that 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 liaison between reality in the future and the more you can dream obviously you know if you're dreaming too much then you're not you're not active and you're not doing but the more you can dream appropriately the more you can get sleep the more you are able to interact in the world you might potentially see in the future like i said we don't understand why how we dream or why we dream or how we come up with the thoughts or how these images or these ideas come up in our brain we just know that we that they they come up there, and the way we and we think by deciphering them and letting them kind of play out in our brain. So, if you really want to be successful, if you want to have to get to that next level of success in your life, if you really want to be somebody uh, that's doing more than just existing and is uh, you know maybe just spinning your wheels, like I know sometimes I feel like I'm doing because I'm not getting enough rest. Well, then get your rest. Your brain needs to practice what it's going to do in the future. All right, so I will check in with you a little in a, uh, hopefully tomorrow. I've got to get on out of here now. I actually have a meeting like in literally 30 seconds. I'm going to be late, and they're probably going to hopefully not be too upset. Anyways, uh, I really do appreciate you listening. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, my friend. I would love for you to be able to uh, get that notification whenever these uh, podcasts come out so that you can be one of the first ones to listen to this. All right, so I'll talk to you soon. And whenever you listen to this, I hope you're having a good one. And as always, keep good company.